Hey guys, welcome to the Own Your Time podcast. I am the host, Kyle Marcotte. Today's episode, we're going to talk about the limiting beliefs about money and some of the incongruencies that we hold in our mind about spirituality and money and how they don't coincide. Well, that's actually a huge myth and we're going to get into that today. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Hey guys, today I want to talk a little bit about the limiting beliefs and the blueprint that we have about money. So kind of all the beliefs that you have in your childhood about money and how they impact the amount of money that you can make as an adult, right? So one of the biggest incongruencies that I see in my own mind is the conflict between money and spirituality. Um, I think that a lot of people have this conflict. They think that if they have a lot of money, then they can't be spiritual or they can't be humble, right? Uh, If you're a Christian, you kind of believe that, or you do believe that, you know, faith is first and that uh, God is the most important thing in your life. And sometimes people think that, you know, if they make a lot of money, then they'll struggle with putting God first. They'll struggle with putting their family first, you know, as a Christian society, mainly, um, at least in, in the West. Uh, these beliefs, even if you're not indoctrinated in them as like a churchgoer, the culture still kind of has them as like, uh, you know, the meek shall inherit the earth. So you want to be like meek and not really want that much and not ask that much and not be big and kind of be small and humble, right? You can actually be very humble while having a lot of money. Having a lot of money and being humble are not actually intertwined. People think that they are, but they're absolutely not. Money is actually completely its own independent thing and you attach meaning to it, right? So the more money you have does not make you less spiritual. Here's actually a good example, right? The more money you make, the actual, the more you can give, the more you can donate to the church, the more you can donate to your family, the more that you can give to your siblings who need help, to your friends who need help, to the community in general, to other charities. If you're not religious and you don't want to donate to the church necessarily, you can donate to you know cancer research. You can donate to a lot of different things that really, really help the world. And money does build hospitals. It does build schools. It does build churches. Money is not a bad thing at all. Money can be an amazing thing. So you should not shy away from making a lot of money, especially if that's something that you really want. But the thing is, if you're incongruent about it, and you have one party that's holding you back and one party that really, really wants to go for this money, you're not going to win that fight. The mind really wants to keep you from doing things that are going to you know, compromise your value system. You have this value system. You have to understand what that value system is so that you can go about enacting change in your life because you can't have activities that aren't based on your values, right? So you're actually going to be in this internal war and you're going to have conflict. You're not going to move forward nearly as fast. So if you have a belief that, you know, money is the root of all evil or money keeps me from being spiritual or money is greedy and and people who have money are very greedy. Well, it's it's all, you know, that's all not necessarily true. There is greedy people who have money. That's 100% true. Yeah, there's some people who are very greedy and are very wealthy. There's also some people who are very generous and very wealthy. And there's also some poor people who are extremely greedy and who are penny pinchers and won't spend a single dollar on their family. I know very many of those people too, but there's also poor people who go out and donate their time and they don't have the money, but they'll go and they'll feed the homeless at a, a soup kitchen. You know, there's people who are poor and great and there's people who are poor and horrible. There's people who are wealthy and great and there's people who are wealthy and horrible. And, you know, and it's funny that we kind of think that they're, you know, intermingled, right? Oh, rich people are bad and poor people are humble and great. Absolutely not. I know plenty of people in both those categories who don't fit those norms. You know, that's not necessarily true at all. And honestly, I think you should want as much money as you can make, right? As the God has given you gifts or the universe has given you gifts or genetics have given you gifts that have predisposed you to whatever personality type you have. And you have to maximize that personality type. So whether you're religious or scientific, you have to believe I need to maximize what I've been given. If that's coming from genetics or coming from the universe or some spiritual, you know, God, I have to use them. I have to use that. You know what I mean? It's like if someone gives you a tool, you use it, right? You have to utilize who you are. So don't fight your nature. If you are a productive person who wants to make a lot of money and wants to enact change in this world, it's your duty to. It's your absolute obligation and duty to do as much as you can in your life. 
And if that means making a lot of money, then fantastic. I would say make as much money as you can because the more money you have, the more people you can help. You're able to financially free your family, yourself, and then therefore spend more time with your family. So if your concern is wealth is going to take time away from my family, well, that's not true at all. If you're living paycheck to paycheck, then you can't spend time with your family because you have to make the money to keep the lifestyle that you have. You're paycheck to paycheck. If you don't make money, then your family doesn't eat, right? So then you're in the scarcity mode and you're actually spending less time with your family. So it makes no sense. Being meek and being poor doesn't mean you have more time with your family. In fact, it often means you have less time because you're working two jobs or you're paycheck to paycheck. So you have to make sure that you're there at your job performing so you don't get laid off or fired because then your family's in a lot of trouble. But if you have an abundance of money, if you pursue your life extremely hard and, and with purpose and you create abundance in your life, you create financial freedom, then you're able to build a company that's big enough or invest enough to where you have passive income that is going to provide you enough free time to spend with your family. And if you own a company, you might say, well, if I own a company, if I'm an entrepreneur, then I have to run this company. I won't be home for my family enough. Maybe in the beginning year, sure. But the more successful you are and the bigger you grow the company, the more people you can hire in the C-suite, the more people you can hire to run the operations, to actually do the work. And then you're at home and you're overseeing it. And your job becomes a laptop job where you have a Skype call with your C-suite, your, your CEO, your CFO, and, and whoever else is on your C-suite. And you tell them what you want to have happen. And you're maybe in Bora Bora with your family because you can afford to go to Bora Bora with your family or wherever your vacation destination is going to be. But the thing is, the more money you have, the more freedom you have. The more money you have, the more free time you're going to have to, to expose those values, right? So money isn't a dictator. It's just a revealer. It just shows who you are. So if you're already really corrupted and already a very, you know, maniacal person, then money's going to just reveal that on a big scale because you're going to have more time and more leverage to show that to people. But if you're a great, humble, kind, serving person who likes to add value and likes to be a good person, likes to put their family first and their faith first, then that's going to be amplified. So if you have more money, then you're going to donate more. You're going to spend more time with your family. You're going to treat them to nice things. You're going to, uh, you know, if your dad has a medical expense, maybe he gets ill. They can't afford it. Well, you can, and you can save your dad's life. You can save your parents' life. You can enrich your parents' experience. For me, my parents are both hardworking manual labor individuals, and they're in their mid-50s. By the time they are 60, they're probably not going to be able to perform in their jobs. And they sure as heck don't have enough savings to retire, right? So they, I know that they don't have enough savings. So the only way that they're going to be able to retire is if I make enough money to financially free myself and my parents, right? So this is all about, can I create wealth for a positive reason? Because money is neutral. We attach value with our own personalities. And that's where you have to work on yourself, not work on money, right? So if you think money's the enemy, that's not true. You're the enemy. You're your own enemy, man. Money is nothing but neutral. It's an energy that allows you to do more with your life. So don't treat money as this evil thing or this thing that makes you arrogant for wanting it. Or even that if you have a Ferrari that you're arrogant or that you can't drive nice cars because that makes you materialistic. I mean, of course, again, it comes down to intent. If you drive a Ferrari because you want to pull up at a busy parking lot and you want to rev your engine and you want people to look at you because you're self-righteous and you want the attention to be on you, well, that's obviously an issue because if you want to be scientific, you're boasting about your genetics. You know, you got lucky. You rolled a dice and you got lucky that you were born in America and you are, uh, you have this IQ out of birth and you have a family, yada, yada, yada. You are not actually the person who makes your life happen, right? You are to an extent, like you have to pursue that, but any success you have ultimately comes from the innate values that you're given at birth. And that's either through genetics or through a creator, whatever one you believe. But the thing is, I was born in America in 20, uh, well, in 1998, but in the 21st century is where I, where I live, right? In, in America, that's insane. I have more knowledge on my phone than the presidents did in the 1950s. 
I have more knowledge on my phone than anyone's ever had in their life. It's in my pocket every day. I can start a business on my phone. I can create, I can make a million dollars from my phone. Like it's insane. I'm blessed to have lived here. So if I'm in, if I'm in the parking lot revving my Ferrari, bragging about how great I am, that's ridiculous, right? That's a character flaw. That's not a money flaw. That's a character flaw because I'm, I'm considering that I've created everything in my life. That's, that's bonkers, man. I could have been born in Nairobi, Kenya to a very lower income family and have no resources and have an IQ of, you know, 10 or something like that. And that's not out of my control, right? I have compassion for someone with that situation, right? If, if you're born in Nairobi and you have an IQ of 10, I, I have compassion for you. But I also know that I wasn't and I have to utilize what I've been given. I have to take this gift of my life and pursue it full force. Because if I don't, then I'm wasting this life. God or genetics have given me a situation where I have innate gifts. I have talents that I have to use. And some people's talents are different and mine are different and doesn't make me better or worse. It makes me different. And I just have to utilize my patterns and my skills to live on my path. And you have to live on yours. So if you were given the ability to speak well, to tell people complicated ideas and to motivate people, then you have to go and do that. You have to do that as much as you possibly can because that's what brings you fire. That's what brings you life. And you'll know what your gifts are because when you're doing them, time warps. Time feels faster. You feel like much faster. Everything just happens. You don't even realize what time it is. For me, I love to inspire people. I love to talk about things like this, you know, to really help people break through and see money from a new new angle, see any sort of challenge from a new angle. Well, I could talk like this for two hours. I have with several people in my life where, you know, we meet for coffee and it's supposed to be a 30 minute meeting. I look up and it's three hours later, you know, like that's what I know I need to be doing. And for you, it might be you're great at math and you just love to underwrite real estate deals or you love to, uh, you know, build houses. You are an engineer. You want to help people build homes and it makes you fired up to be building a house because you know you're creating a place for someone to live. Well, fantastic. Double down on that. Do that all the time. It's your duty. It's not, oh, it'd be nice to, uh, you know, use my strength. No, it's your duty. It's your obligation. You're here for a reason. You're here to use that thing that lights you up and you're here to use it all the time. And you can think about it in two ways. If you're a scientific person and you're, you know, you don't believe in necessarily a central creator, well then boom, you've been given great genetics, dude. You better use those. If you want to be logical about it, then if someone gives you a hammer and you got a nail, what are you going to do? You're smack the nail with the hammer, man. You're not going to go, oh, how do I do this? I'm going to use my forehead. Bang. Like, absolutely not. That's not how it works. That's so illogical. You've been rolled a genetic dice. Use what you have to the best of your ability, man. Try to get as much as you can from your life and just really bring it out. Go for it. And then if you believe in a creator, well, then God's blessed you with a specific talent set and you have to use it. The creator has looked at you in a specific way and said, here's what you're going to be good at. You better go and, and, and have faith that you've been put here for a purpose and you better go live that purpose out. That's what faith is about. Faith is about understanding that everything is for a reason. So you are the way you are for a reason. So you got to go utilize it. And that's what it's about, man. So don't start attaching evil or greed to money. Money just is money. It's a great tool that allows you to free up your life and free up lives around you, the community, etc. We really got to break down that limiting belief, that incongruency of, of, oh, I can't be spiritual and wealthy. No, not at all. You can be both. You should be both. You have an obligation to be both. You should be as wealthy as you possibly can. And I truly believe that in all my heart, right? Because if I can make more money, then I can give more to people. And that's what life's about. Life's about service. And the more you have, the more you can give. If you want to serve other people, well, you got to get enough money, take care of yourself so that you have the excess so that you can go and help others, right? And that's the same thing. You're on a plane, you, you guys lose the oxygen in the plane cabin. Well, then boom, if you try to go and put on everybody else's in the plane's mask on first, you're going to pass out before the first guy. You got to get enough oxygen for yourself 
you have an abundance of oxygen, now you can go and help the people next to you who don't have an abundance of oxygen. It's the same thing with money, man. You have to go and get an abundance. Go get yours, man, so you can give to other people. It's what it's about. It's about make as much as you can so that you can serve. It's not about me so I can rev my engine in the, in the parking lot. It's so that I can give to you so I can give to my family. That's what it's about, guys. Create that abundance. Go after money with no shame and no incongruence. Be completely congruent in your, in your mission for wealth because wealth can be extremely positive if you are extremely positive. So guys, don't shy away from money. Don't be incongruent about money. Money can fuel your life. It can help other people. It can help yourself. I hope this frees you guys up mentally um, and it allows you to lift that barrier if that's something you've been struggling with. Uh, I know it was something I struggled with for a long time, so I hope I could help out. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and uh, we'll be back here tomorrow.